Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. Jean-Claude, you awake with a scream. You're sweating profusely. You just saw some horrible image of a, a body turning into a skull and, you know, its spine still attached. Horrible. And uh, you wake up screaming and sort of like backpedaling out of the tent and uh, I... Ophelia, you hear this. He's had some horrible nightmare. Uh, and he, you know, is awake. Jean Claude, uh, what, ha- what happened? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, you know those uh, weird dreams I've been having? Uh, this one just get way worse. Uh, apparently, I made some, you know, when we were fighting and I threw that guy across the room, apparently, I made some kind of deal. And with somebody to give me power, and this person is now invading my dreams. And I just met him, sort of. I mean, I kind of met their skull and spine, but uh, I, I met him for the most part. You met his skull and spine? Yeah, Can no, I... it was it was weird. <laughs> Can I roll insight on that? Well, I guess I yeah, know. He, you it automatically yeah. passes. He that is yeah. supposedly what he saw. Uh, Thucydides w- awoke with a start as well. As soon as you were screaming, he like woke up, like had a knife out. And was, like, pointing it around, like, you know, wondering what the hell was going on. And he sort of puts the, the knife away and he goes, uh, is that some of those bad dreams? Yeah, that's, yeah, that was the, yeah, that was it. That was a bad one. It was not good. It was, uh, it, as far as the scale of things go, it was on the low end of things. He kind of nods. Uh, and he says, well, I, I think, uh, uh, I mean, if anyone's going to know much about dreams and their significance, it's probably her. Uh, I presume she'll, you know, happily help you out with that once the, this, you know, item is found in the tower. Does she know a lot about dreams? I I would imagine. I mean, she's a wizard. Oh, all right. Hey, fair enough. Uh, yeah, so... Uh... I guess I'll. Is it is it like really early now, or is it? It's, uh, it's a little earlier than you would have woken up, but you got a full night's sleep. It's it's hard for you to get back to bed. Okay, I'm gonna not go back to sleep. Uh, Thucydides kind of nods. He says, "Well, I'll uh, nap a little bit before uh, it's time to go. Uh, wake me if anything happens." And uh, he gets back into his tent. Yes, we will uh, wake you up before we go. Go. Uh, yes, of course. 
and uh, uh, wham, he hits the uh, bat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, we're going to edit that one out, right? Nope. That one's not, that one's, we're not keeping that one. Oh, no, we're absolutely <laughs> keeping that one. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul and uh, Ophelia, both of you make perception checks as you're now uh, sort of waiting around uh, until dawn. Uh, 10. Uh, 13. You guys sit around, and you can occasionally hear the devil sore prowling around. Uh, and it is kind of concerning that it's just sort of hovering and waiting. Like, it just wants you guys to leave so it can eat you. And it kind of just gives you a nasty lump in your throat. Uh, but, I mean, it doesn't come into the town or anything. It doesn't seem to attack against the tree line. It just sort of prowls around. Uh, time passes, though. Uh, is there anything you guys wanted to do while you're just waiting around? Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Is there anything we really specifically need to do? Let's see. So we've already well, I've investigated. Had a chance to, I was going to say, I haven't had a chance to investigate. Can I go take a look? Sure. Investigation check. Uh, 14. With a 14, uh, you see a... a uh, a charred sign uh, that says Squalth, which stands to reason it's the village of Squalfire. You've heard that. Uh, you find uh, uh, what look to be old, old minecart tracks uh, that kind of head up into the, the hilly mountain area. Uh, so yeah, you think that there was a, uh, a mining operation here at some point. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, it looks like the, uh, uh, the the cave itself has uh, maybe had a cave-in or something happened. It looks like the, the, the hole has been sealed up. Uh, but aside from that, uh, you look around town. The only other thing that catches your attention is uh, it looks like that item shop. Uh, you find uh, evidence of the name Payne. You think a Payne owned that shop. Oh, Jean Claude! Isn't Payne? Isn't that the name of the guy from from the store in? Uh... Shoot, where was that? Uh, Lava scary Cloud? place. Lava, Lava Cloud, Cloud yeah, Village. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, that was yeah the Payne Arnold Payne. He was a good man. Uh, I kind of wish he would leave that place, uh, but yeah, that was him. Yeah, it looks like his family had a store here. Mm. Well, if it, his family must have been around for a while, if. Uh, he was here 50 years ago and was destroyed, so uh, he must have come from a long line of merchants. Didn't he say his whole family was merchants? That's what he said. So I guess they've been doing it for uh, quite a while. I wonder if there's a... Uh, did he say there was a pain in uh, River Falls? I believe he did. Yeah, he told you Maybe. guys to uh, uh, to go to that... Uh, uh, the, the Payne Emporium, uh, the, the shop that the Payne family owns in Rayburn Falls, and uh, fill them in as to what's going on in this, uh, the village of Lava Cloud. That's right. We should remember to do that. Yeah, probably. Maybe maybe we should run it down somewhere, uh, you know, next to... Uh, where's that place where we write down things that we have? Because, you know, in case we forget things... We should write it down because you know, this, my, this never happened to us before. I pull out my journal and I start writing. Good idea. In, <clears throat> as you guys have kind of wandered around the destroyed village, you come back to the camp and Pyrellis is there. Uh, the sun is rising and Thucydides has woken up and it looks like he's uh, making breakfast and he lets you know that you're just in time. Uh, I feel... 
Pyralis in on my dream, and I ask her what she makes of it. Dreams are a very interesting thing, JCPP. Dreams are, to some people, nothing more than figments of your sleeping imagination. But there is something a little bit more dire to consider. There is a dimension called the realm of dreams. It's otherwise known as the land of Nod. It's a dimension that borders on the Shadowfell and the Feywild, skirts around them, not tied down to either plane. Perhaps it's even close to the ethereal plane. It's hard to say. Uh, but yes, dreams are are definitely something to consider. You may have flukes now and again, but every dream means something in our world. Uh, I describe what I saw as far as the person goes, and then their skull and thing, and I ask, uh, you know, if she's if she recognizes that description at all. She says no. It's hard to say. You didn't get a good look at them. Dark hair, finely dressed, in a wooden home of some kind. I wouldn't know for sure. Uh, but it is something that we can look into after you find these pauldrons for us. Can I roll inside? You can, yep. That is a... 14. 15. Uh, Seems to be telling the truth. You you don't think she knows who that is, uh, and uh, she seems very confident when she says that uh, she can feasibly do something about it uh, when you found the pauldrons. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I think at this point, uh, yeah, I think uh, I would like you to look into things uh, once we get back. Absolutely. I'll present you with some choices, and you can decide on things from there. Great. You seem to know a lot about dreams. Dreams are a subject matter near and dear to me. Dreams can be very powerful. Dreams are sometimes all you have when you can't really move around much. Wait, hold on. A dream is something when you can't move around much? Thucydides uh, hands you guys plates of food. Uh, looks like it's like dried meat that he heated over the, the fire. Uh, Pyrella stands up and she says, I'll be preparing the portal if you need me. And she goes to walk off. Uh, hold on. What do you mean you can't move? She stops and says, well, I never said I couldn't move. But for those who are stuck in place, dreams are all they have. Have you been stuck in place before? Haven't we all? Every time we close our eyes and dream? I'm going to roll insight on that. You can! <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's an 8, so... There's 24. That. Oh, wow. Uh, with a, an 8, uh, it's hard to read her. With a 24, it's still hard to read her. Uh, you don't get facial expressions off her. Uh, you only have a voice to go off of. Uh, you feel like maybe she's not coming completely clean on all that, but she just sort of shrugs it off and uh, goes to walk off, and she starts preparing the portal. Uh, she's probably about a 
I don't know, maybe about 60 feet, 100 feet away from you guys, uh, uh, casting spells and, you know, marking runes on the ground. Claude, something's off about her. Oh, yeah, you know, the fact that we can't see her face, you know, might be tip off number one, or the fact that she knows about all this stuff but can't go do the business herself. You know, there's all that. What does she need us for if she's so powerful? Thucydides pipes up because he's with you guys at the moment. He says, look, I I know she seems odd, uh, but, I mean, I definitely need her to get me into the Shadowfell. Uh, and according to her, she has to keep the portal open or else, you know, it's not easy to come back. Uh, I don't really know a lot about magic to, to you know, uh, second guess that. Uh, either of you know much about magic? I got nothing. I mean, I mean I'm a monk. I can, uh, I can light a fire with my mind and uh, put it out. And that's really about it. Okay. Can I roll Arcana to see if I know anything about that? Sure, absolutely. And that is an eight. Uh, portal, like magical portals, anything uh, that high of level, you're not really sure the details on. Uh, I mean, it stands to reason that, you know, a portal to another dimension isn't exactly easy to handle, let alone leaving one open so that you guys can come and go as you please. Uh, yeah, uh, you're not sure. It seems powerful, but you're not sure if, if that's something that's like, you know, means that she doesn't have to stay there and send you guys or what? Well, right. I guess we don't really have a choice. No, at this point, we've already thrown our hats in the ring, so we might as well uh, might as well go through with it at this point. Plus, you know, I've already got a skull in, a, a skull in my head. I'd rather not have a second one. I mean, if she can remove it, then I'd be happy. It's true. Things really couldn't get much uh, much worse for you. Mm-hmm. Famous last words. Anyhow, uh, you guys complete your breakfast, and uh, Thucydides has armed himself with uh, daggers. It looks like he has a short sword. Uh, aside from that, it looks like he has a uh, like a, a small cr- uh, light crossbow, or yeah, light crossbow. Uh, and uh, otherwise, uh, he asks if you guys are uh, uh, ready to go to the Shadowfell. Uh, I think I'm ready. I also uh, hand him a bag of uh, ten caltrops. Yeah, he'll take that. That's definitely up his alley. He says, well, uh, I don't know if uh, the undead mind stepping on, uh, you know, pokey little uh, spikes, but uh, I'll definitely, uh, you know, take an air on the side of caution. All right, I'm ready. I, I am a weapon, so uh, we're good. Uh, and you gave him five uh, uh, flasks of uh, oil? Yes. Wonderful. Let me make note of what he has here. Okay. Uh, you guys walk up to Pyralis, who, as you uh, walk up, she waves her hands. Uh, the cloak covers over him, so you can't really get a good look at what she, you know even her hands look like. And uh, a black portal opens up and she says the portal will remain open until you're back and i've casted wards on it so that nothing else can crawl out of the portal well that's a good thing she says yes i wanted to make sure that it was safe when you came back if things get too dangerous you can come back if you take too much time and decide that you need to rest i recommend coming through the portal before trying to spend the night in the shadow fell Fair enough. 
Any other questions for me before you go? How long are you going to be able to maintain the spell? So long as I'm here in this dimension, I can keep this spell going for as long as possible. So if you do indeed need to spend the night in the Shadowfell, the portal will be waiting for you. That's good to know. She nods. All right, I don't have anything else. Are you guys ready? Let's do this. I mean, uh, yeah, let's go. She looks to you three, and uh, she says, Any other artifacts or items are yours, of course, JCPP and Ophelia. But make sure to get the pauldrons, Thucydides. You don't want to fail your brother, not when he needs it the most. And he kind of nods, and he says, Yeah, uh, I'm going. And he jumps through the portal. All right. Are you guys going as well? Oh, yeah. yeah. Follow after. And you guys jump in the portal a moment later. You guys appear back in the destroyed village of Squallfire. But it isn't really the destroyed village of Squallfire. It looks more like the village is intact, more or less, uh, though it's long since abandoned. It looks like there may have been a village here at one point. The buildings are still intact, though they look hundreds of years old. They're covered in mold. The wood is crumbling away. Uh, It looks immensely old and nasty. Whereas before in the primary plane, the rising sun was kind of blinding you guys as it kind of peeked over the tree line. Here there doesn't seem to be a sun. You look up and look around, and the moon is still out, and there's kind of a, a, a slightly bright haze in the air, but it doesn't seem like sunlight. This place is uh, it's creepy. Yeah, let's not spend any more time here than we need to. No, where's the tower at? Do we see it? Perception checks, everybody. Uh, that is an 18. Oh, that's a sweet, sweet four. <laughs> With a four, uh, you look around, and uh, it's so hazy that it's hard for you to, to see. Uh, there's a little bit of a fog still hanging on the ground. Uh, with a, uh, like, a, about a 15, it looks like Thucydides got. Uh, he points out to you guys, he says, uh, seems to be a lot of graveyards. And he points out, and sure enough, it looks like there's a lot of plots of, of land where buildings aren't, and they're mostly all graveyards. So place seems like a big graveyard. And he kind of nods. He says, yeah. Oh, uh, man, Gra- graveyards mean undead. If there's graveyards, there's going to be a lot of undead. And he nods. He says, we're in the Shadowfell, man. I, uh, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of undead everywhere we go. Uh, and then, Ophelia, you had what, an 18? Yes. With an 18, I... Uh, you see a couple of things catch your eye. Uh, to the uh, west of uh, where you guys had kind of camped out and walked through the portal is the mountain uh, where you guys had seen, like, you know, there was evidence of, like, a mine once being. Now that mountain is taller, craggy, sharp kind of, like, pikes kind of rise up out of the, uh, you know, the mountain and makes it seem foreboding, like, you know, the you know teeth of some beast. 
But otherwise, uh, through the, the haze, you see, uh, uh, you know, probably, you know, 300 feet or so uh, is the tower uh, rising up. And uh, you almost wouldn't have caught it. It's a, a obsidian black obelisk that, uh, you know, like the only reason you caught it is it blocked out the moon for the briefest of moments. And then you saw it. I point out to them. I'm like, guys, I think the tower's that way. Well, I can't see, so I just follow you. All right, so I'll lead on. Thucydides says, he says, it is rather dark. Uh, I can't see in the dark very well. Uh, uh, Shall I light a lantern? Yeah, I mean, I'll light my lantern too. Sure, and uh, he lights the uh, lantern. And you guys have uh, some bright light. Uh, make uh, well. Actually, no. You don't really have to make a check for this. The light itself is like the lanterns are. I think it's roughly like forty feet of bright light and forty feet of like dim light. It seems to have shrunk in half in this dimension. The bright light from your lantern doesn't seem especially bright compared to what it normally would be. Uh, and as you've been in this dimension for a few minutes, and you've sort of starting to walk away from the the portal. I. Uh, everyone's gonna need to make wisdom saving throws. Natural twenty. Ooh, lucky you. Um, I have a twenty-two. Well, uh, Thucydides isn't great with wisdom, but even he got a twenty. I. Uh, you guys are okay. Uh, there is a just a heavy sense of dread in this dimension. Like negativity is amplified here. You feel like your like emotions themselves are kind of squashed down, and you feel almost like a little heavy and lethargic in this place. But you're able to shake it off and behave as you normally would. All right. Uh, shall we continue on to the tower? Let's the tower. And you guys start walking towards the tower. And you guys walk by, uh, uh, you know, all these old buildings and, you know... It's just filled with rotten decay and mold and moss. Uh, and you guys arrive at a uh, uh, sort of a, a four-way kind of uh, trail, this cobblestone path you're on. And uh, sort of behind you are a couple of uh, buildings. Uh, one may have been a shop at some point. Uh, but aside from that, uh, you guys see that on either side of the road that leads to this tower look to be graveyards. Do we want to check out any of these buildings? Didn't, uh, so one of them looks like it used to be a shop. Yeah, uh, Thucydides nods and he says, uh, I mean, if you guys think that we can loot the place and take anything that we might need for this trip, uh, yeah, we can go check it out. All right, let's take yeah. a look. Let's go see if there's anything there. Yeah. And Thucydides uh, follows behind you guys. Uh, he lets you know that uh, he can be pretty stealthy. If you need him to sneak around or, or spy or anything, just let him know. Do we see anybody on the streets or any creatures or anything? No, nothing really comes out to you. Uh, it seems pretty empty. Uh, this, I mean, it looks like this was once a town, but it looks like it was abandoned longer than 50 years ago. All right. Well, I guess let's just head over there. Yeah, so you guys walk up to this uh, uh, two-story uh, building. And uh, 
looks like the door is closed. And yeah, you guys are standing outside the the building. All right, let's. Uh, you guys want to try to open the door? Yeah, uh, let's yeah. try opening it. Sure. Who's trying to open the door? Thucydides. <laughs> Ooh. Can we check the door for traps? Thucydides, uh, you ask him to look, and yeah, Thucydides is going to check for traps. He's Mama Dun Ray's no fool. Uh, Thucydides looks over the door. He whispers to you guys. He says, ah, the wood's rotten. I don't see anything that looks like a trap. Uh, and he tries the doorknob a little bit, uh, and it's unlocked. And All right, then let's, let's go in. He stealthily opens the door with a natural 20, and uh, it does not make a noise. It just slides open. Maybe we should sneak in. Thucydides, yeah, let's, let's yeah. stealth our way in. Thucydides whispers, he goes, that make me feel better. Uh, that is a 16. That is a uh, unnatural 20. Well, uh, Thucydides and Jean-Claude, uh, you both got unnatural 20s. Uh, even uh, Ophelia, though, is quite quiet, and you guys creep into the building. And it does. It looks like this was like, an, uh, like a weapon store or item shop at some point. Uh, you see rusted swords and spears along the walls, and uh, Thucydides looks to you guys. He says, well, uh, I mean, if, if the wizard Midori used this tower, likely he used the city as well, I guess. Well, maybe. And he shrugs. He says, I guess look around and see what we can find. Sure. Yeah. Roll investigation, everybody. Uh, that is a 19. That is a... Six, seven, seven. No, it's a seven. Ah, seven. Seven. Infinitely better than a six. Way better. That's that's one better than a six. That's I like, like that you start better. low and, and build your way up. I do, because I am wrong. <laughs> so uh, Thucydides, uh, his first stop is behind the counter, hoping for, like, money or something. <coughs> oh, excuse me. And he doesn't find any. Uh, however, I... Uh, uh, Ophelia, you look around at the uh, uh, the weapons lining the wall, and uh, there is, you know, it all seems to be pretty rusty. However, uh, amidst the the rusted weapons, you do find a short sword uh, that doesn't seem to have a speck of rust on it. Uh, that seems kind of odd. It makes you feel like uh, uh, there might be something special about this uh, uh, weapon. I uh, I pick it up and and look it over. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll get to you in a moment. I uh, Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul, you head upstairs uh, hoping to find something. And uh, as you're uh, uh, you know, peeking around into some of the rooms and stuff up here, uh, make a perception check. That is a unnatural 20. Oh, with an unnatural 20... Uh, you feel like you hear something coming from the uh, the room down on the far left. Awesome. Am I the only one upstairs? Uh, yeah, you're the only one upstairs. Oh, that's great. Uh, and, and am I in a hallway, you said? Uh-huh, yep. So you came up the stairs, and yeah. uh, there's four rooms upstairs. 
Okay. Uh, and you haven't you've you've sort of peeked into the first room and nothing caught your eye. Looks like it's a lot of old nasty furniture that's rotting away. Uh, but down in the left, uh, the door is open and you hear a uh, noise. Do I know what the noise is? Do I recognize the noise? Not necessarily. It sounded like a, uh, maybe a scratch or like a, a bump. It was kind of hard to, to make out exactly what it was. Okay. And I haven't checked out the other two rooms on the right yet? Nope. You have not. All right. Great. All right. Well, I will stealth down to that room and see if I can figure out what it is. Absolutely. Go ahead and make a uh, stealth check. Uh, 18. 18. You creep down pretty quietly. Uh, You don't think anyone hears you. Uh, Make a perception check as you peek in the room. God, that's a lot of rolls. That is an 11. With an 11, you peek inside. And it looks like this was once a bedroom. Uh, you see, like, a, a couple of uh, large beds. And you think that there's something in there. Uh, you you can kind of hear a noise coming from behind one of the beds. Behind one of the beds? Yeah, so, like, when you, walk, when you peek into the room, you see on the far end of the room are a couple of beds, and then a lot, like, kind of straddling between the, uh, the far wall and one of the beds, you hear that noise again. Oh, do I hear the noise better now that I'm near the, in the room? A little. It sounds like kind of uh, like like a, a a form moving. All right. Uh, is it the only noise I hear, or are there more noises that I hear also in the room? That is the only noise you hear. How big is this room? Oh, maybe about 30 feet by 30 feet or something. Oh, okay. So when I walk in, I'm going to be in the room. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. All right, great. All right, I'm going to stealth into the room. Absolutely. Make a uh, another stealth check. I love how you I lo- see the smile on your face. I love because I don't actually love it. I'm making, I'm making, I'm making that up. Uh, that's a 10. With a 10, you creep up to the bed and you, you don't think you were hurt. You were pretty quiet. Uh, downstairs, I... Uh, uh, Ophelia and Thucydides both make perception checks at disadvantage. Okay. Oh, so they're not going to hear me scream very well. <laughs> that's oh, what the disadvantage is. The wood's too thick for them to hear me scream. Scream? I mean, you I got this yet. I got, a, I got a 16, not as good as the 22 I got originally. Oh, that lets you hear a 10. Uh, with a 16, you hear the floorboard creak just a bit, and you think uh, uh, Jean-Claude is uh, walking around upstairs. Uh, Thucydides doesn't seem to notice, and if he does, he doesn't say anything. All right, I'm going to take a look at this, uh, short sword that I, I picked up. Absolutely, Arcana check. Thanks, that's right. Get distracted by the shiny object. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, uh, it's not very, that's a 14. 14? Uh, it's a, a shiny sword amidst a bunch of rusted swords in the Shadowfell? You think it might be magic? I, uh, I, I take it with me. Sure. You put the, uh, uh, short sword in your gear. Back upstairs. Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul. It's me. You're right at the edge of the, the bed, and you can hear, uh, uh, the, the movement, and it does sound like shuffling, like kind of moving. Is it, hold on, so I'm at the bed? 
you're pretty much at the bed. You're on like the the far end of this large, like you know, roughly queen size bed, and you're just a few feet away from being able to poke your head around and look. I want to know so if it, you wanted to look. So is it like on the ground? Yeah, like, it I seems can't like see it's on it? the ground. Yeah. So it's something on the ground. It's not like. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to. Instead of walking over there, oh shit, do I want to make noise? Because if I make noise, is it going to draw things out from other rooms, which is potentially an issue? All right. So, but if I attack, if this thing comes at me, it's going to make a bunch of noise anyway. Is it also going to draw? So, what do I do here? Do I go in for the kill or do I call it out and have it come to me? Um, I'm a gladiator. Let's see. Hmm. Uh huh. What would I do? So I think maybe what I should do is I should phone a friend. And uh, maybe let's have – no, that's not going to work. Um, I mean you can do – I, Do I have trail mix? No, that's the other guy. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Phoning a I'm friend gonna go... does work if you just want to yell for them. It, what? Phoning a friend could work if you just want to yell for them. <laughs> Technically, yes, that is – yeah, that's just a very old phone. Um, <clears throat> I will. All right, shit. I want to pick around the corner. Pick around. Pick around the bed. Let's go see what's there. Perception check. <sighs> Son of a bitch. Uh, you know, I've done this thirty-five times already. I can't remember my numbers. Uh, ten. With a ten, you as you're kind of peeking around the bed, you get a, a nasty odor assails your nose, and as you finish peeking around the the bed you see what looks to be a tiefling that's long since dead. An emaciated corpse of a tiefling is lying there. And it seems like it's just been sort of like, kind of like shuffling, like moving back and forth as it lies on the ground. Like kind of just scratching in the air. And as you peek around the corner, you lose the the stealth check because you're now out in the open. And the thing just sort of with dead eyes stares at you, and then goes, and then lurches forward. So wait, was it standing? I thought it was lying down. It was lying down. It looks like it's trying to stand at the moment. Oh, now it's trying to stand. Okay, I'm going to back up about, you know, several feet. Uh, How about eh, across the room? I'm going to back up across the room. Sure. And uh, just kind of see what this thing does. Absolutely. You dart back. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me uh-huh. think about this. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Was that my final answer? Can I, can I go back for a second here? Uh, you didn't say final answer, so I guess not. No. What are you okay. doing? Okay. So doing? right now, right now it's, it's prone, right? It is lying prone on the ground. Yeah. Okay. So if I so what, since it's prone, do I have advantage on attacks? Is that how that works? It would, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to stab this motherfucker with my trident. Uh, then roll initiative. Okay. Uh, initiative for Thucydides and Ophelia as well. Oh, that's bad news. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, that is a 17 for me. Uh, I got a four. So. Oof. Uh, okay, so. Sean Claude Pierre Paul. Whatever this thing is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> zombie pain of someone. Zombie, zombie pain. Zombie pain. Yeah. All right, you better zombie kill pain. this thing on the on your first strike. 
Well, I don't know how much zombies. I don't know how zombies work here. So, well, this is a good test run for me. I uh, so Jean Claude Pierre Paul. It is your turn. All right. Going to first. I'm going to stab it with my trident. Go right ahead. And is that advantage? Is that how that works? Uh, yeah. You jump up and uh, go to stab it. You have advantage because it's lying prone. All right. That is a thirteen. Uh, with a thirteen, uh, that is a hit. Okay, and then I'm also going to do, let's see, I have a, I can do, oh, I can, uh, yeah, I can do another attack. I have a second attack, plus I can attack with my, just my fist as well. Uh-huh. All right, so I'm going to do my other two attacks then. Both of those are advantage as well, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, they would. That is a 12. That's a hit. And a uh, 21. Uh, yeah, absolutely a hit. All right, so three hits. Uh, You stab with the trident and slam your fist into their uh, uh, face on the ground. It's turn. Damn it. <laughs> it rises up. And it goes to bite at you. And gets a 16 versus AC. Is that a hit? I have a 16. It does get you. And... You take uh, only uh, three damage. Hey, all right. As it bites into you. Make me a constitution saving throw. Hey, damn it. <laughs> uh, that is a... 21. You, I mean, the, the where it bit you kind of feels a little warm, but you don't think it really affected you or anything. You feel like you're a little too tough for that. Yeah. Uh, Thucydides... And Ophelia, you guys are caught off guard. This is surprise round, so only the people who know about the combat can act this turn. So Thucydides and Ophelia look at each other and go, uh, back to Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul. It's your turn. Okay, going to do the same thing. Attack it three times. Go right ahead. That is a 23. That's a hit. A 20, unnatural. Mm-hmm. And a 16. Oh, yeah. I like that you had 24. Higher, higher numbers when you were uh, uh, not having advantage. Yeah. You stab the thing, punch it twice, and it reels back a bit and then continues standing. Jeez, oh, Pete's this thing. What the crap? It's turn. It goes to bite you. Of course it does. Uh, and it gets you. And this time you take uh, six damage. Bunch of garbage. Thucydides, uh, he looks to you, uh, uh, Ophelia, and uh, he says, uh, sounds like trouble. And he darts upstairs. Uh, he gets to the uh, where he hears the commotion, 
And he had to run, double move, and so that's his turn. He uh, uh, he ends in the room, and he's like, oh, God, what the hell is that? Uh, yeah. Welcome to the party, pal. He goes, ugh. And you almost think that he wants to just leave, and he decides against it, and he stays with you. Uh, Ophelia, your turn. Uh, so I guess I'm going to probably do the same thing as Thucydides and try to just dash to the room. Yep, you dash into the room. Uh, 60 feet of movement, you run across the item store, get to the staircase, up the stairs, and you're now uh, at the entryway to the room with Thucydides, and in the room you see Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul fighting against what looks to be a uh, a tiefling that is emaciated, looks old, undead. Um, well, I mean, I guess I know it's undead. I, I, um, I was going to say, is there anything a perception role would, would help me learn about this thing? I couldn't hurt. You can make a perception check as a uh, bonus or, uh, yeah, bonus action. Uh, 25. Wow. With a 25, uh, you hear moaning coming from, uh, uh, the room across the hall. Oh, great. Uh, Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul, it's your turn. Well, I guess I'll just attack it again like I've been doing. Yeah, uh, I will say it does look like uh, like where you're hitting it, the limbs are starting to fall off and like fall to pieces. It look, doesn't look like it's holding itself together very well at this point. Well, that's good. Uh, nine? A nine is a miss. Uh, you It just sort of slides right through the zombie. Okay, a 21. That's a hit. And a 21. Oh, yeah. All right. 16. You kick the thing in the uh, chest, and as it reels back, you do a flip kick in the air, and its head goes flying off its body, and the body limply falls to the ground. Yeah, it's a good thing you guys showed up, you know, with all the help you provided me. I appreciate that. I don't know. I think there's something in one of the other rooms. Yeah, I'm sure there are. Probably more of these things. Should we take it out? Well, I mean, we could. Door smashes open on the zombie's turn. Well, we don't have a (laughs) The door across the hall from you uh, splinters, and a zombie steps out. It looks uh, looks to be another tiefling zombie. Uh, Thucydides' turn. Uh, he del- uh, he looks to you, uh, Ophelia, and he goes, uh, are you for, uh, melee combat? <laughs> I'm, I, uh, I just kind of laugh at him. <laughs> I'm like, nope, nope, I, uh, I, I sit in the corner and, and shoot things. Wonderful. He pulls out a dagger, heaves it at the, uh, zombie. Does damage. But not much, because he doesn't have sneak attack. And then he kind of scurries back into the room that uh, 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 Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul is in. And uh, he sees the, uh, the you know, the, the wreckage of the zombie. And he uh, looks to you, Jean-Claude, and he goes, uh, back you up. Thank uh, you for that. Uh, I figured that's what it was going to be. Ophelia, your turn. Uh, can I, I can hit it with a guiding bolt from where I am. Oh, yeah, it's about uh, 10 feet away from you. Okay, then let's go ahead and do that. 
And that is a 19. That's a hit. Okay, so that's 46. Good God. (laughs) That is uh, 15 damage altogether. Okay. And then I... Oops, sorry. A bolt of radiant energy hits the thing, and uh, it has a, a kind of a faint glow to it. Uh, Jean-Claude, you're ha- going to have advantage on your next attack on it. Uh, Sweet. Wait, what else are you doing? Uh, I'd like to back up into the room and draw my shield. Absolutely. Uh, Jean-Claude, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to go uh, stabby punch punch this thing. Yeah, you have crazy movement. You dive across the room, jump across the hall, and stab and punch and punch. All right. It is at 11. Uh, did you roll that with advantage? No, I didn't. Well, it didn't matter because it's, it's still an 11. Uh, an 11 is a miss. You uh, go to stab and it uh, uh, passes right through the zombie without doing do they, damage. Do they all have, all my rolls have advantage? Just the first. Just the first, okay. Uh, second one is going to be a 14. That's it. And a 18. That's also a hit. All right, so two hits. Eighteen. All right. Uh, you uh, knee the thing twice, and it continues standing. Uh, zombie's turn. Uh, Jean-Claude, you're the only one nearby. It goes to hit you. Great. Uh, and it does get you. Of course it does. <laughs> uh, you take five damage as the thing bites into you. All right. Great. Thucydides, he, uh, now that uh, uh, somebody's in melee, you know, radius of this thing, he dives into combat and tries to stab it. (laughs) And, uh, uh, misses. If I knew your brother, I'd say you're both useless. (laughs) He gives you a dirty look. Uh, Thucydides, who's not much of a fighter, uh, misses with his uh, dagger attack. Uh... Or short sword attack you would have uh, for melee. Uh, Ophelia, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to try to blast it with a firebolt. Absolutely. And then... So that's my intelligence modifier plus my uh, proficiency bonus, right? Uh, yeah, for firebolt it is. Okay, so that's a 16. Uh, that's a hit. Okay, and now since I'm level 5, it's now 2d10 is what it says? I believe so. Uh, that is a 14. With a 14, a gout of flame shoots out of your hands, nails the zombie, and it burns to the ground and falls apart and hits the ground and is destroyed. Hey, all right. Uh, good work. Do you think that's the last of them? I don't know. There's still one more room to go. Thucydides listens, and he, he says, well, uh, I mean, I don't hear anything. Nothing else came out after all that commotion. All right, let's go, uh, let's go check out that other room. And you guys uh, peek inside the other room. It looks to be a uh, storage room of some kind. And just as you open the door, you see a zombie. Only it's just the, the upper part of the body and one of its arms, and it just sort of scratches at you guys 
but can't move. Can we just pummel this thing and kill it? Yeah, you guys launch a few fireballs, throw a dagger or two, uh, which Thucydides picks up, and uh, you guys destroy the, the this shell of a zombie. Okay. All right, so uh, he's dead. Uh, let's check out the rest of the rooms now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another set of investigation checks from everybody as you guys uh, hunt through the storage and bedrooms. Uh, 21. What is it? What are we doing? Investigation. Investigation, yep. Unnatural, 20. Oh, uh, so Thucydides looks around and peeks through uh, uh, one of the side rooms and doesn't really find much. Uh, uh, Ophelia, you look around in the, uh, the this little armory uh, where all this extra stuff is kept. You don't see anything that seems magical, uh, though you do find a, a really ornate silver uh, rapier uh, up on the wall, and you think that, you know... If something's weak against silver, uh, it would likely, uh, uh, you know, do more damage, you know, be more effective. Uh, but otherwise, uh, uh, it's probably worth something anyway. And then, right, I'm, I'm going to take it. <laughs> I figured, yep. And uh, Jean-Claude, you go looking through the this, like, master bedroom, and uh, you find a, uh, uh, a bag of, like, gold and gems... Uh, roll me uh, uh, a d10. D10? Uh-huh. That's 10. That is a 6. You find 60 gold worth of gems and coins. All right. Taking a look at the coins, they seem to be old. Uh, whatever kingdom created these gold coins, it's not one you're familiar with. Long time ago. Are they still worth money, though? Mm-hmm. Oh. Gold is gold. Uh, just about all kingdoms will produce gold and silver and, you know, copper pieces. Uh, but you can kind of learn a bit from the money you have, depending on what kingdom created it. And this stuff is just old. Okay. Can I invest? Can I look at it to see if I recognize it? Sure. Make a history check. Oh, that is a 10. With a 10? Far too old. You have no idea. Not anything you're familiar with. Alright. Uh, was that investigation check for all of the rooms or just this room? Oh, no, that was for everything on the second right, cool. floor. Uh, cool. so you guys search through. You find some money. You find some, some you know, uh, weaponry and whatnot. And Thucydides looks to you guys. He says, uh, well, are we ready? I don't know. I'm a little worse for the wear at this point. Um... Short rest? Yeah, let's, maybe we do a short rest. Should we head back to the portal or just do it here? Well, I mean, a short rest is, what, an hour? An hour, yeah. What do you guys think? We're probably, we're probably fine here for the minute. The city nods. He says, yeah, I mean, I'm okay, so uh, I'll, you know, I'll keep watch. All right, let's do that real quick. Absolutely. Uh, you can spend as many hit dice as you need. Uh, with that short rest, did you want to analyze that uh, uh, short sword there, uh, Ophelia? Yeah, let's do that. Absolutely. Uh, do you have the uh, uh, identify spell? I do. Hit, just real quick, what's the what, the hit dice? It's the, a D8 in my case plus what? 
Uh, plus constitution bonus for every Got dice rolled. Got it. Thank you. Uh, and then, uh, uh, Ophelia, did you prepare Identify for the day? I'm taking a look. Uh, yes. Yeah, that you can cast my... it as a ritual spell, right? Yep. Wonderful. You cast it as a ritual, and uh, you find out that this is a plus one short sword. Okay. Uh, doesn't seem to have any other effects. Uh, it does seem magic. Uh, as far as that goes, it's, you know, uh, pretty powerful. Magic weapons are. Can I attune it to myself during a short rest? Uh, yeah, if, if uh, uh, you're proficient with a uh, short sword, absolutely. I don't know I that you that's are. Still a, that's still a simple weapon, right? Oh, you'll have to double check. Uh, it might be a martial weapon. Uh, uh, it, is a, it is a martial weapon. If you, I mean, you could feasibly attune it, but you wouldn't have proficiency, so it wouldn't really help you quite as much. But you do have a friend in the group who that might benefit. You don't know. Hmm. I, I thought I had a. I thought I had proficiency with that because my other short sword I had four as my attack bonus, which would have been dexterity plus proficiency. Uh, I, you're a high elf. High elf might give you uh, uh, weapon proficiency bonuses. If I can find that real quick. Uh, if you want to carry on with uh, JCPP while I look that up. Sure. Uh, Jean-Claude, have you uh, uh, spent your hit dice and everything? Yes, I have. Wonderful. I, I, you know, probably about like 45 minutes into your short rest as you guys are relaxing. Uh, Thucydides uh, walks up to you guys. He kind of creeps up and he says, uh, I saw some forms. Uh, walking around outside. Uh, what did they look like? Well, they seem to be about our height. Uh, some of they were wearing ratty clothes. Uh, through this weird haze, it's hard to, to tell. They, they might have been undead. Uh, they just sort of patrolled off into another direction. Okay, well, maybe we don't stick around here uh, you know, any longer than we need to. He nods. Uh, I I do actually, as a high elf, have uh, proficiency with long sword, short sword, short bow, and long bow. Wonderful. Uh, so I'm going to attune that to myself. Absolutely. You attune that to yourself. Thought I was going crazy for a second. All right. Uh, so what's going on out here, guys? Uh, some things are walking around. Uh, we're going to leave as soon as we can. Thucydides uh, looks to you guys, he says, and he uh, tells you, uh, Ophelia, he says, I'll have to be quiet. Yeah, I saw some shadowy figures patrolling around. All right, so you want to stealth through to the tower? Yeah, let's do that. Absolutely. Uh, everyone make stealth checks. Uh, <laughs> 14. Mm, one. <laughs> oh. All uh, right, get ready to get your ass kicked. <laughs> I... Yeah, so uh, that's just the first critical fail of this recording session, though, right? Yeah, thank God. Ooh, so you guys walk out of the this building, and Thucydides is being super quiet. Like, you know, Ophelia is being fairly quiet. Thucydides is like a ninja. He's creeping around. You can, you know, oh, barely Good for hear him. him. <laughs> uh, and just as he's walking out and he tells you guys, yeah, try to keep it down. You never know what might happen. 
and Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul slams the door behind him. And you guys kind of wince for a moment. And as you do, you start looking around, make perception checks, you guys. 17. Seven. I... Jean-Claude, you just sort of slap your hand over your face and you're mad at yourself for doing that and not remembering to not slam the door behind you. Uh, Thucydides harshly whispers and he says, uh, what's that down there? And uh, Ophelia, you see where he's directing your eyes. You see uh, what look to be probably about six sets of red eyes glow down the road and they start heading in your guys' direction. Thucydides looks to you two, and he goes, uh, run, hide, what are we doing? Uh, I see we book it to the tower, it's just across the way there, isn't it? He nods, everyone roll athletics. No! That's not bad, 17. Eh, 14. Yeah, Thucydides is a little winded, uh, but, uh, but he's trying to keep up. Uh, you guys start running, and you guys are, uh, you know, maybe probably getting close to the tower, maybe within about a hundred feet. And uh, as you do so, and you're running through, like, or running past these two graveyards, you start uh, hearing moaning, and like, you know, like, you know, like much like the zombies you had heard, you know, heard in the uh, building you were just in, and you guys have to continue running. Athletics checks again. No. Uh, 13. 15. Uh, once again, Thucydides has fallen a little bit behind, uh, but he's trying. He's kind of keeping up. Uh, and you guys uh, uh, run down the road and hear the, the fast footsteps of whatever those red-eyed creatures were, uh, but you start hearing more moaning and, like, you know... Uh, out of the corners of your eyes, you see forms rising up out of the fog in the graveyards. And you guys arrive at the uh, Midori Tower. Uh, this huge, you know, monolith in the, the sort of the middle of this uh, city area. And you arrive at two sets of big double doors. Um, we should probably go in and shut the door behind us. And, I agree. Absolutely. I... Uh, I'm going to need one of you to roll a d20. How about Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul? Oh, boy. Yeah, how about him, huh? Oh, natural 20. Woo! <laughs> I was hoping for the opposite of that. Hold on, I want to actually bring my, do you want me to bring my camera down so you can no, see I it? Just to make sure you, that, it's that right there. I kind of want to do it just to gloat, but that's cool. I'll trust you. Uh-huh. It's time. The door is unlocked. And you guys jump in, slam the door behind you, and uh, you see that there's a, 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 a big wooden uh, like beam that you can put over like steel kind of uh, uh, bands that will lock the door, you know, so that nothing brace can the door. In. Yeah, brace the door. Uh, I'm going to need uh, everyone to make strength checks as they lift this thing. And plop it down. Actually, you know what? Uh, one of you can make a strength check at, with advantage because his friends are helping. 
who do you want to uh, have to be the primary lifter? I feel uh, like Sean Claude would be the primary lifter. Yeah, I suppose. All right. You have advantage. No, no, wait. Oh, so I have advantage? Yep. So uh, strength check with advantage. Oh, okay. I didn't do two. Uh, 15. Uh, 13. Yeah, you guys are able to lift it up, slam that down, and uh, uh, and you hear the banging against the door as you do so. And unlike the rest of the, the town where the wood is crumbling away to, to dust, here the door stays strong. Uh, it's a big iron wrought wooden door, and despite the banging against it, nothing gets in. Well, that was uh, quite the adventure. Yeah, and Thucydides is sweaty, and uh, uh, this doesn't seem like this is usually his thing. Uh, he doesn't seem like he's in a great place right now. Yeah, the uh, only problem now is uh, we're kind of stuck in here until we're done. And he kind of nods. Uh, all three of you make perception checks. 17. 14. With a... Oh, all three of you. All three of you guys hear what sounds like chains. And as you guys kind of look around, you see at the far end of this sort of entryway into the tower, uh, walking up a staircase is a spectral hobgoblin covered in chains. And it slowly walks its way up the stairs, rattling all the while. And that's where... We're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.